0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Crunch Time podcast. So today's topics are going to be Jalen Ramsey and where he ends up, and the um, injuries of Big Ben and Drew Brees and the impact they have on the league in the playoff picture. So does anyone have any opinions on where they think Jalen Ramsey will go and where they think he will be the best fit?
1: Well... I don't have any inside information or anything, but the reports are that it's between the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Seahawks, and regardless of which one he goes on, I think it's not worth trading for Jalen Ramsey because, one, you're going to have to pay him like the best coroner in the league, and you can argue whether he is or isn't the best coroner in the league, but he is a locker room cancer. He, if he, It's more about him than it is about his team I think if he goes to a team like the Chiefs maybe they'll shape him up because their culture around there it's a winning culture they have a great leader in Patrick Mahomes a great coach in Andy Reid but giving up the Jaguars want multiple first round picks so giving up two first round picks having to pay Jalen Ramsey and as soon as he doesn't play well he's going to get upset as soon as he thinks the team isn't focused around him as much he's gonna get upset so i i hope he doesn't go to the seahawks because i think that'd be a bad trade for them regardless of his talent but uh so yeah chiefs eagles seahawks
0: i don't think any of them should trade for him it is worth it trading for jalen ramsey is absolutely worth it so, because he is the best corner in the league, he plays like it. If you listen to the quotes from the wide receivers around the league, like John Trey Hopkins, they say he's one of, if not the best corner in the league. And I really don't think he's that much of a locker room cancer. You don't? I really don't. Well,
1: uh, there have been, well, I don't know. He, obviously, fighting with coaches, criticizing literally half the quarterbacks in the league, and being a constant distraction... And it's been clear that he's so, a meat player over a we
0: player. So he is a distraction, and he is definitely a meat player, but I wouldn't go so far as to call him a cancer. And I think he can work well with a good team because I think he's just focused on winning and then the meat.
2: Um, I, I don't think he's really worth it for any team that has a winning team right now to give up two first-round picks just to get a corner, like, if you were giving it up get a top wide receiver, go for it. But a corner, they don't add as much to the team as you would think. And they're just not as
1: important as they can. Well, I wouldn't say that. I would say, if, let's just say he goes to the Chiefs. Lots of people are saying if he goes to the Chiefs, they they now have a very good chance against the Patriots. And I think,
0: Who? Who's, yes. Who's the Chiefs on the corner?
1: They don't have any good corners, but yes. But I think it's not going to come down to the Chiefs' defense stopping Tom Brady. I think the Chiefs can already beat the Patriots because I just think Mahomes is that good. And I don't think they need Jalen Ramsey, and I think he could be a distraction possibly.
0: So we've talked about the Chiefs, and we've talked about the Seahawks. What was the other team? Eagles. So the Eagles... We had we said earlier that like they need one more good corner and they will be elite. Like why why not the Eagles for Jalen Ramsey? Like what's they, they're kind of a win now team. They're not really don't they don't really need first round picks right now because they have the players and some of them, it's some veteran leadership, some young. It's a great locker room atmosphere. Like why not the Eagles?
2: I think usually a lot of the high-powered offenses these days, they can beat you so many ways. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball, five different receivers, all of which are really great. One corner for two first-round picks,
3: it's not going to—and you have to pay them so much. But it's just not worth it. I think you're going to need uh, something to beat the Patriots, though. If, that's, if your goal is to win the Super Bowl, it's going to go through the Patriots most likely. And so you're going to need—either the Chiefs or the Eagles, you're going to need some extra talent— because right now the Patriots look way better than everybody else. Okay. And, not just because the, and the Chiefs, obviously, they look really good. Their offense is great. They're a very good team. But when you look at the Patriots' play, they make NFL teams right now look like they can't score at all. They are dominating on the defensive side of the ball. And if the Patriots have a good defense, and then you add on to that that you have Tom Brady as part of the as, as running the offense in the clutch, it's just going to be hard to beat them without scoring points.
2: Okay, so I hear what you're saying, Jack, but also don't forget, if you're trading away two first-round draft picks, you can just wait till next year and use one of them to draft like a first-round cornerback.
0: That, that, that is a good point to keep in mind. Now, shifting over to the injury report where Big Ben is out for the season with a shoulder injury and Drew Brees out for six weeks with a thumb injury. How does does anyone think that, that real that that changes the playoff picture in a huge way?
2: I think that that changes the playoff picture. How? I think it improves the Steelers' season. See Mason Rudolph, big arm quarterback, Ben-Ben, Big Ben, not great for the locker room. I think Mason Rudolph comes in there, big throws, big time player, and he gets this team to catch on fire. It's really giving him a chance to step up, you know? And I think for the Steelers especially, just like going into the future, keeping big guys like that who have been around for a long time is not going to be effective. You want to get new blood in there and get arguably better passers. Well, I don't think Mason
1: Rudolph is not better than Ben Roethlisberger. Like, Ben Roethlisberger, first battle Hall of Fame quarterback, you can say what you want about his play this season. But regardless of whether Big Ben... I don't think Mason Rudolph's good enough to carry this team to the playoffs, especially since they started 0-2. But And I don't think the Steelers, even though I predicted them to win the division, I didn't anticipate them to be this bad defensively. So I don't think, regardless of whether Big Ben was there, I don't think they would be competitive. But the Saints, this is a massive injury because the Saints were looking... Well, I don't want to say as good as last year, but they were looking like serious contenders in the NFC. And you lose Drew Brees. Teddy Bridgewater, as much as we all love to remember his days with the Vikings, in which he basically he was serviceable, He, he, was serviceable. he he's not a very good starting quarterback in the NFL. And that's why I don't think the Saints, especially going up against this tough, stretch of games I don't think the Saints are going to come out of this strong and I think this allows for other teams to step up um, I,
3: think um, it, I think it I think the Saints have a much better it, it, the Saints are in a better position right now though than the Steelers I think the Steelers the Big Ben losing Big Ben is a lot bigger blow to the Steelers because I think Teddy Bridgewater although he didn't he didn't look sharp he can sit back and throw the ball he's a legitimate passer and if you get him more reps in practice, and you have Sean Payton maybe simplify the offense a little bit and start getting the ball out quicker, which is really what killed him against the Chargers. They got a ton of sacks—I uh, mean against the Rams. They got a ton of sacks. To, uh, they had to take a ton of sacks. And so if you can start to lean on Kamara a little bit, get the run game going, and start getting the ball out quicker, I think the Saints' offense can still be productive. I think the issue really lies with the Steelers, though, and without Big Ben— their offense didn't even look that good to start with. Juju is probably the, is their best player on offense, and without any other sec- uh, secondary receivers, their offense is pretty stagnant.
2: I think the, the Saints will come out of this pretty much same place where they would have been, maybe not get a bye in the playoff. But, I mean, you look at their division, it's not good. The Buccaneers... Panthers.
0: Yeah, Those they Falcons. that's four they, guaranteed I mean, wins. Win yeah,
1: Five year, guaranteed six. wins. No, I don't think they're guaranteed. The Falcons uh, aren't any games. The Falcons
0: aren't i I'd say they guaranteed one of two off against the Falcons and two of two you against You can never
3: guarantee yeah. wins in the NFL. I just say I mean you, you just see that I think the thing about the teams in their division all their the, they're bad they can be dangerous at times because if you look at Carolina they have Christian McCaffrey. If he goes off for a big game, it can be hard. It might be hard to come back. If you look at the Buccaneers, they might be able to put something together with Jameis slinging the ball. Jameis can throw the ball. He just doesn't make good decisions. And so, but he has receivers. He has actual talent. He has Godwin and Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. And Mike Evans hasn't had a great start. But if he if he starts to heat up, I think the Buccaneers' offense can look good. But and by no means they're going to win the division. But they can give you a good game, I think. I think the Saints, the other thing about the Saints,
1: the NFC is so loaded right now. Like, you have 10 or so teams that could make legit playoff runs. You talk about three teams in the NFC West at 3-0 right now. You still have the Packers, the Vikings who have been impressive, the Bears, you have the Eagles and the Cowboys. The the Cowboys have, you know, they played subpar competition, but they've still been good. So that's why I think the Saints... Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think he can help them beat the top teams in the NFC, and I think they'll lose too many games while he's the quarterback for them to make the playoffs.
0: So we have a deluxe, um, p- the deluxe set of picks today. We're doing three instead of our normal one, and we might change it to three over the course of this season of the podcast. But the three games are J.W., we
2: have first up, we got Chief Ravens. Then we have Texans Chargers, and then finally, we're gonna throw you some college footballs: Wisconsin versus Michigan.
0: Starting out, Ravens Chiefs. Robert. Um, I think the Chiefs are definitely gonna win that, and I think it's gonna be
1: by a. I think it's gonna be by a pretty good margin. I'm gonna say,
2: uh, maybe 37-17. Okay. I'm thinking Chiefs are gonna beat the Ravens, and I'm thinking
3: by about seventeen points. I'm gonna take um, I'm probably gonna take the Chiefs, but I think it's gonna be close. I like I like the Chiefs at maybe uh, twenty seven to twenty four, really close game. Cause I think the Ravens are, if Lamar has a good game, I think they'll they're gonna put up points because the Chiefs defense is not that good and i think the ravens defense is pretty solid so
0: they can keep it close i i really think it's going to be a shootout i mean you got the ravens um, ravens who they have an okay defense but they're going to face okay. a bad defense in the league and then you have the you have the chiefs who they're the best offense in the league and so yeah
1: Well, the Ravens' defense is definitely not okay. It's one of the best in the league. And I think the only team that was semi-able to stop Mahomes last year was the Ravens, and it took some amazing plays for him to win that game. If this game was in Baltimore, I would take the Ravens, but because it is in Kansas City, I think in not a low-scoring game, but around maybe the low to mid-20s, the Chiefs win this game.
0: And, and played, I forgot to make a prediction, 35-31 Chiefs. We'll stun the Chiefs
2: and win the game five, maybe three.
1: All right, Texans-Chargers.
2: I'm going to go for a solid Chargers on this. I don't think the Texans are going to be able to put much of a fight against them, and it's uh, going to be pretty utter domination. I'm going for a solid 27-14. to uh, 14.
3: I would completely disagree. I think the Texans, coming off, I think um, coming off their first win – Going to be galvanized. I think you you could see on the field that after the Saints loss, it, they didn't look great. But I think once once you get that first win under you, and if you start having the offense play better, Deshaun didn't have a great day, but I don't. I think he can come out against the Chargers and sling the ball. I Philip Rivers has had two uh, two picks in his first two games, and the uh, the Texans actually lead the league in uh, takeaways right now. So I think the Texans are going to be able to take this one. I think. The Texans
2: are going to do very well, and I mean, the Chargers haven't looked great in their first few games. So I'm taking the Texans maybe by 17. Uh, I'm siding with JW on that. I think the Texans are going to play pretty well. Uh, I'm going to say Texans win by 10. I'm siding with everybody except for our resident LA fan, (laughs) and I'm going to say Texans win by 14.
1: I think the Chargers are going to take a lead early and they have the better overall roster, but I think Deshaun Watson will connect with Wolf Fuller and Kenny Stills on some big plays, and he will have a great game, and the Texans will win. I think it'll be a
0: classic Texans loss, where they come by about three points, where the Chargers start with the lead, and then the fourth quarter, Deshaun Watson leads an amazing drive, and he's played an amazing game, and then with two minutes left, the Texans are up by like one or two, and their defense falls apart and they lose. Yeah. It almost happened to them with the Jaguars. It happened to them with the Saints, and it's going to happen with the Chargers. I think Keenan Allen and Phillip Rivers will pick them apart defensively. I can I can
1: agree I can with you with the Chargers. <laughs> the Chargers are going to start winning and then start off winning, and then the Texans will come back. But if there's if
2: the Texans secondary can stay intact, not just completely explode, I think they can. Pull it off. Okay, finally we got Wisconsin versus Michigan. I have Wisconsin. I mean, you see Jonathan Taylor, the running back, junior running back for Wisconsin. He is so good. And Michigan, their offense kind of got to a slow start early in the season. They might have won, but, I mean, it was just a gimme game. And uh, they're I went two against the spread. Well, Wisconsin is 2-0 and against the spread, so I like Wisconsin in this game. I think they win by 13.
1: I think that it will be a close game. I think that both of their teams are very close in terms of roster talent. But you saw Michigan going down to the wire against Army, and because of the fact that this is a home game for Wisconsin, I think Wisconsin narrowly squeaks by and beats Michigan. I think
2: Wisconsin by ten.
0: I think Michigan ends up winning this game. I feel like Michigan. They have a good. They have a good. F- Front four, good um, seven D tackles, ends, and linebackers. think it'll definitely help slow. They won't be able to stop him. They'll just slow him down. Jonathan Taylor, he won't have his normal 100 yards and a couple touchdowns. Um, I think Harbaugh with the ball by week will have Michigan ready, and I think Michigan goes into Wisconsin and wins by four
2: i got to agree with Rodrigo in this one, partially just to smite you, Jack, but also because I think they're both pretty even teams. It's probably going to be a close game, but I still favor Wisconsin over Michigan. Um,
1: uh, I'm going to side with Rodrigo for maybe the first time ever (laughs) because I did see the Michigan Army game. That game was close. It went into overtime. It was fun. It was fun, yes. It was fun to watch. I think Wisconsin is a much better team than Army, so I'm going to say Wisconsin because
3: they're at home and they're better than Army. I'm saying they're winning by 17. I like Wisconsin because I don't like Michigan's QB play. I don't like their QB and the decisions he makes. I think the Badgers defense is going to come out and put a lot of pressure on uh, Michigan to score early, and I think uh, that's going to force some turnovers.
0: Yeah, uh, although I do have Michigan winning, I agree with you. Shea Patterson's QB play hasn't been great of late, and he'll definitely commit one, if not two, turnovers. And one last thing,
1: go Hawks.